I don't think that Florida is getting overcrowded. I think they are just creating like space commodities and putting like restaurants and shops and central locations and then building apartments on top of them to create this type of, uh, there's like a name for it. I don't know what it's called, like attraction living where you can like your day-to-day life is just like up the street. You can w- easily walk. You just walk downstairs, and there's your gym. There's Whole Foods. There's Kinda Trader like Joe's. How, um, there's Lululemon. Right. Exactly. It's very right. And then they gentrify these areas, like Cistrunk. Cistrunk does not look anything like how it used to back in the day at all. Like there are so many people who look like these that now live over there that you know would never and then when you drive like half a mile there's the african-american library and it's just like which one of these does not belong in actuality yeah oh yeah okay no i i just feel like it's like so packed but you go up to like port st lucie and like like, these areas too but it's just a matter of building out there and creating an attraction for people to want to live there. Another mall, another mega center, another Disney World or a water park or a theme park. And then the major highway branches off and it's right there. But there's so much space out here. There's so much space out here. So much land out mm-hmm. here. They, they're creating a commodity to, again, money is not real. None of this is real. You know, I always this is all somebody's imagination coming into the three D. So if money isn't real, then how do you feel about like our consciousnesses being able to control your like is it is it a conversation about how well you think of yourself, which is wealthy, right? So if you think of yourself as somebody who does make a lot of money, mm-hmm. then that's you're able to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You can attract those opportunities to yourself. A chance meeting may not be a chance at all if it's something that you've been thinking about. Especially if we know where the money is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's anywhere, though. At that point, it's just your consciousness. Mm-hmm. You just got to decide which way do you want to get it. It's like we were talking about last time with uh, Alice in Wonderland and her conversation mm-hmm. with the Cheshire Cat. If you do not know where you're going, any road can take you there. I've been pondering the shit out of that mm-hmm. <laughs> since you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why people keep needing to find a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. They need to find a path, a reason. Because mm-hmm. it's depressing to think about the fact that none of us is getting out of this shit alive. Right. I, you kind of just gave me another perception on, um, like I used to be like the per the purpose is there is no purpose, mm-hmm. but the, the purpose ju- is it's whatever you want to make it. The journey right? is the destination, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that too. <laughs> That's your shit. <laughs> I feel like life is just it's a whole the journey. Best though, so. thing ever. Mm-hmm. But life is a journey, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh, let me help you out. So, already and I'll keep this on there. Um, talking to it? Hello. So, when it's green, that's how you know it's catching wind. Oh, okay. Just, you know, something to be mindful of. I'm being caught more on yours. So, I don't know, that's a good. Yes. The journey is the destination. Mm-hmm. We are here. When did you first have that realization? 
uh, when I realized, uh, I think it was when somebody introduced me to Hawkins scale of consciousness and I realized that I was in the suffering. Mm. So mm. coming to terms with that and then uh, wanting to ascend out of the suffering and realizing that that would mean letting go of some people that they were in my life to be a lesson to help me get somewhere else and hopefully bring them up but i could not bring them up without lowering myself so i had to make a choice and i ultimately chose myself yeah i said my ex and you know um it definitely got me to a place where i want to do everything from a place of love like Mm -hmm. i ain't coming back here Mm -hmm. i ain't coming back here i don't know what karmic cycle i'm on but this is the this is the one this is the one we gotta be close <laughs> i need to go back and read this we gotta be close it's a is there like like a diagram yes there is uh so uh, google images and you'll see it's like a rainbow that. oh yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay okay mm-hmm. yes so this is what i've always looked at for um um psychedelics mm-hmm. and like referencing drugs so they say they say and i'll show you in a second too um they say that uh, lsd acid all of that is from love mm-hmm. joy peace enlightenment those are higher vibrations mm-hmm. and that marijuana is from apathy all the way up to it can it can mm-hmm. go pretty high but it doesn't really stay up that high mm-hmm. but that range of emotions but then alcohol is from it's a depressant yeah mm-hmm. it's from everything from neutrality or willingness on down mm-hmm. but very low vibrations mm-hmm. so if you had to place yourself on that scale where do you think you are right that, now and like am i overall general yeah life? like you and her because that's what somebody asked me. i try to stay the most like you said yeah. stay the most in love mm-hmm. and i try to choose love faithfully Mm -hmm. i'm learning about faith Mm -hmm. um but try to choose it faithfully and that just means things um, unseen not wavering Mm -hmm. i'm understanding the bible in a different way like that midnight gospel episode Mm -hmm. we looked at and he was saying the bible the bible is the greatest book of magic Mm -hmm. if you know how to read it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i try to stay in love um i do notice that doing uh or uh, smoking weed it always brings me down Mm -hmm. and liquor too it always brings me down so it's it's really hard to stay in, and this is like talking about unconditional mm-hmm. love, unconditional. You you're in these um, situations or what is it vibrations mm-hmm. um, based on the con- well, the feeling precedes the condition. Mm-hmm. We always think that the condition mm-hmm. is preceding the feeling, but it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm at courage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, you're in the neutrality, in the neutral mm-hmm. zone. Do you feel like, honestly, I would love to actually talk about this with y'all because um, like I was down in shame and guilt. Like, I, I was just, like, vibing. Like, I could feel, it felt, it literally felt like my body was, like, woo, woo, woo. Mm between like shame and guilt that's how that thing felt like a it was just like a really low wave and that was honestly 
from that shit, I was like, I'm never going back down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I try not to. So, with love, like, showing everybody that unconditional love, I keep out of shame and guilt mm-hmm. very often. Yes. I, I can agree to that. I can definitely remember standing in the bathroom and, like, bawling my eyes out. You didn't have that support that you mm-hmm. thought you would have had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get stuck in guilt, you know? Like, you think everybody out to get you. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're, I guess at that point, like you said, your conditions are matching where you are. So if you feel like you're shameful, you're going to see other people giving you shame, but it's not purposeful that you know it's just confirmation of what's of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's of you and your perception and that's why i i turn to love because i'm like i'm a human being having a human experience and part of being a human is choices and making those choices um because either way i felt i was damned if i did and damned if i didn't Mm -hmm. and i wasn't going to convince myself to be someone i wasn't ready to be not at the expense of another innocent human being. Correct. So mm-hmm. I chose me, and I kind of chose them. But it's motivated me to do it, to accomplish everything I've accomplished now because there's no more excuses. It's kind of like you said, like if you could just continue on, you could accomplish everything. So do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it. I'm doing the yeah. damn thing. So when the time does come, that badass mama. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what you were just saying before about if you want to elevate or, like, the people that you hang around. You mm-hmm. were saying something about the people that, mm-hmm. that you hang around. And I was just thinking that. I was like, um, does that mean I'm going to have to shed all my old friends? Mm-hmm. And I did I tell you this at mm-hmm. my house? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want any, any new friends. Mm-hmm. No new bitches. But it's so but it's so dope because like all of my friends that I've already had, because of I guess because of my thriving, they start thriving too. Or they're thriving, then I'm thriving. Like it's just it's this weird like mm-hmm. tip. Yeah. He, he but you don't think you can do that with new people? I thought I would only be able to do that with new people. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's more so your choice. Like maybe if you like meet somebody, like you know, we have a close friend now that I never expected getting close to her like that, but I consider her like a sister of mine. Like she's shown me, she showed me, she showed mm-hmm. me a long time ago that I was like, okay, that's someone who you know I could grow with as mm-hmm. a friend. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to get emotional, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, she's definitely cool people. When my mom, you know, she was going through her cancer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she just came by and brought my mom flowers. Aww. And like we weren't as close then, but it was just special. She was like, "Oh, I just had something from Mama East," and came by, met her, and you know, so my mom knows who she is, and she knows who you know everyone is that's close to me. But you know, she's so new in my life mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. it was like important to me. Like she's she's important to me. Yeah. You know, 
Fair enough. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll rethink. <laughs> Making new friends. You ain't met all your soulmates yet. You're yeah. right. Fair enough. And we met her a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so when we like re like Kendall, we saw her somewhere else and I was like, Oh, like what's your number? And I already had her number saved from an event that like mm-hmm. you know was like an old event or whatever. But and then before you know it, it's girls' nights and Taco Tuesdays and insecure watch nights and yeah. Okay, I have to listen to a this. A tribe was formed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a tribe. You was know, I was formed. able to introduce her to, you know, more of my friends mm-hmm. and, you know, those are people that you keep around and you make efforts for because you know that the same effort will be returned mm-hmm. with everything. Mm. I agree. Okay. I did not expect that. But I think I've always been thinking She got about me that. like that last time too. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. We was talking about my um my mother and the fact that I went through that like twelve feet from her. Oh, like the worst yes, yes, yes. The most traumatic. I thought I thought you were talking about the friend. My bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was been sitting on my heart. I've always known that and mm-hmm. like thought about that about her. But, but to I verbalize it. it. Out loud. Tell her. That's why I say, tell your friends you love them. Tell your friends. That's why I tell you, I love y'all when I get off the phone with y'all. I think I have, but like, I don't think I said it to anybody else. And mm. then, you know, I've said it to her a few times. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. Sometimes we need uh, these conversations because. Um, it's like verbal confirmation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like everybody knows. There's, there's just like these fundamental knowings that mm-hmm. we all have. So you already know you feel that way about somebody. But when you put it into words, it kind of like I hear your own voice. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it puts it in the 3D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes it more real. Right. It was real before. Damn, but... bitch, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really do. Especially when you don't have that many close family members. Yeah. And you form your own tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so, you know, new friends. Don't, I mean, not doing looking for them. Sometimes you might really. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. bitches do be weird. I do not support all women. Some of you bitches are very dumb. Right. Some of you bitches are very dumb. I do not support all women. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I was just thinking about that, too. I'm like, uh, maybe it's the, the girlfriends that I've met that are girlfriends of my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, maybe you make your own friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. what's going on here. <laughs> but if the tribe forms organically, go with it. <laughs> go with it. Yeah. I, I also wanted to add, I think we touched on this a little bit, and I wanted to ask you this earlier, but I was like, I wanted to save it. Um... Like alternating, like the balance of a relationship, like kind of like think about how when you don't care, uh, that's when they like are uh, care. Mm-hmm. And then, or vice versa, when they're nonchalant, then you find yourself needy, mm-hmm. or like this energy that's like it's not me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I see myself doing that. Because I think maybe that stems from, like, not really knowing how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Communicate your needs. And this made me feel that way. Then you wouldn't have to act like you're not, you know. Yeah, I find myself doing that, too. I'm like, there's got to be, like, a ba- What I'm trying to figure out is the balance of it. Like, 
do you have does it have to be bad and good like i don't know if it's bad and good or if it's just like different and people have different ways of displaying their love and affection and receiving love and affection and trying to translate those love languages okay yeah i'm recently learning about love languages actually because i find um mm-hmm. that goes with communication yeah and really trying to learn how the other person communicates and tr- you know making the effort to try to translate it mm-hmm. even if that may like require a third party mediator or just the time but i like I started reading Bell Hooks all about love and she pretty much says that everyone has their own definition of love. So there's like billions of definitions of love. Mm-hmm. Some women think getting their ass beat is love. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to that. those bitches because couldn't be me. All but right? at that point, is that's stemming from what they learn love to be as a child. Right. right? And as she says, abuse and love cannot coexist. Mm-hmm. So take that how you want it as far as like children beating their kids and saying, you know, this is discipline. Yeah. But it just, it makes you think like you really just got to find somebody who looks at love the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. Or they can expose you to different versions of love. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. expose you. Yeah. I mean, be like, you know, maybe my type of love is kind of childish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> You know, codependent. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that co- that codependency, and Ooh. I think that's where the the alternating thing comes from is the codependency. Right. You're just balancing codependency. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm trying to play with the idea that, um, you know, if I think highly of myself, then I should be attracting. It's my... like be who you want to attract basically yes mm-hmm. so if i'm insecure i'm going to attract someone that's yes. insecure mm-hmm. just talk about that yes. yes and that's what that uh mm-hmm. you know i don't even know what you mm-hmm. call it because they might see it like oh she's insecure she you know she doesn't know what she wants and she goes back and forth she's indecisive mm-hmm. i can kind of bring that to her because that's what she's used to you know what message i got today mm-hmm. um about wavering mm-hmm. um and you just said that like if you don't know what you want, like you said too, uh, about the Alice in Wonderland thing, mm-hmm. if you don't know what direction you want to go in with this relationship, then any girl could take you there. <laughs> which means, your ass which and means not coming home at night, like, cheating on you, you yeah. cheating on him, yeah. you know the That's kids crazy. not being taken care of. It could go to however you want, but if you know you want a healthy, loving relationship, it's gonna require work. Yeah. It's going to require you to put your pride to the side. Like they say, do you want to be right or do you want to be in love? Mm-hmm. It's loving you is <laughs> right. I don't want to be. Wait, loving you is wrong. wrong. I don't want to be right. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know who was not raised on the hits and oldies, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was. I knew it. <laughs> Backwards. Listen. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of me not wanting to be right. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm coming to a point where even in some of my friendships where I'm like because I love you so much, then I'll let you think I'm wrong. <laughs> like you can have it. <laughs> you got it. Bruh, that's how I do it. Like, 
I'm I'm clearly right, but sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I do it. So, I, so like, I can't convince sisters. you. If you think you already know something or you your mind is already set, then I'm still so blown by that last trip that we took, okay? What? Because we was in that hotel room and sis was trying to tell us about the comedy show. And I told other homegirl, stop. Let her finish, please. And that shit got retranslated and ad-libbed like a motherfucker. And I was like, you know, I don't remember going down like that at all. <laughs> but bitch, that's your perception? Okay, I'm not gonna tell you it's right or wrong. It's just different, okay? <laughs> Who am I? But yeah, yeah, some this people that you love, you gotta, you gotta let them feel like they're right. <clears throat> That's taking the higher road, right? I feel like I'm right all the time, though. I'm not gonna that's lie. That's that Aries I know, energy. but that's the I thing. really feel. I just, I think part of me, it's, fire so, it's so energy. deep in my soul. I just don't understand why people do certain things. Because they are. And I try to understand, and it's not up to me to really understand. No. That too. If you ever notice, whenever I'm talking to y'all or venting, I'm like, well, why would they do that? That's my number one thing I'm always saying. Why would they think that? And I'd be that's like, fuck the why. Right. Fuck the why. It happened, so now what you about to do about it? That's that's why that's what I to come to a realization as an adult is I used to think that everybody thought like me. Like, not everybody mm-hmm. thought like Cause me. Because they teach you that common sense is common. It do not be fucking not. common. It's not. It do not. It is very much relative to the individual, where they come from, their background, their upbringing male female race it's very different mm-hmm. common yeah. sense is not fucking common yeah there are people who think it's common fucking sense to not wash their belly button on their legs that's <laughs> <laughs> wait not their legs that think that going to the pool is an excuse for <gasps> being bathed bitch disgusting oh my gosh <laughs> and then we try to tell people about washing belly button. yeah get that q-tip get up in there Come on now. <laughs> lift if you must, but don't you quit. What? You said lift. <laughs> lift if you must, but don't you quit. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm learning how to, you know, find that balance in my relationships, like you said. I'm learning to give people more time to process because mm-hmm. I'm realizing that I would kind of like not hover over people, but I'm just like, okay, well, how do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. And what did I say? Did I do something wrong? But sometimes I just need to let people just like internalize it. And I've learned with different relationships mm-hmm. that they'll come back around mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sit here and I'll ponder on what they said for days. Meanwhile, they're very much so unbothered and they're taking the time out. They might even to themselves be like, Maybe I was overreacting, mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't have said that. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, oh, my gosh, they said this, and I'm stuck on what they said, and maybe they didn't even mean to say what they said. Right. Maybe they have an apology coming, or maybe they're like, damn, I shouldn't have said that to her. Right. And I, th- oh, I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, how many people uh, owe me an apology? <laughs> mm-hmm. And some people don't like to be wrong. Yeah. Some people don't like to be wrong or to admit that they're wrong. How do you feel about being wrong, though? Even though even though you said that you are always right, <laughs> how do you feel about being wrong? Like, are you able to swallow that when you um, are wrong? Yes, especially if I care about the relationship. 
I'm very much so like, you know what? I'll take accountability. Because I feel like entering 30 and entering this chapter, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, you can't, like, I don't say I would lie, but you can't just pretend like you don't do anything wrong to bother someone. Or maybe I said something that rubbed someone the wrong way. So I'll apologize. And and I do realize that there's some things that I could have done differently after the fact, Mm -hmm. especially if it bothers someone. Mm -hmm. I don't mind apologizing because maybe I didn't think that through. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, apologizing was definitely something I had to master. Mm. It took practice. It took. I feel like it's a it's a two way street though because some people can't. um, But if I apologize to you, right? If I apologize to you, it don't mean. And you accept it on that day. I don't want to hear nothing else after that Mm -hmm. because you cannot sit here and have a grown conversation someone is apologizing to you tell me you accept it or you don't accept it Mm -hmm. don't pretend to accept it and then you still like lingering on like oh this girl this that that's just Mm -hmm. now you owe me an apology Mm -hmm. for dragging it right because i could have kept my apology right where it was at (laughs) and save it for someone else that actually deserved it yeah see yeah that's that you have to be well the other person has to be receptive otherwise like my sorry means nothing mm-hmm. and I don't know how many times I'm going to apologize because it meant what it did the first time me continuing to say it's not going to give it any more power at all <laughs> at all damn yeah mm-hmm. relationships how do you um, feel about I feel like watching did y'all go back and watch um Girlfriends, when mm. it came streaming. Um, I think I started to. I did. You know what? I was like, I heard the ages, and I was they're, like, something about twenty nine or something. I was 30. like, okay, so. Yeah, yeah. So watching it, just seeing how needy uh, Tracy Ellis Ross' character Joan. Joan, mm-hmm. yeah, needy, needy. I had to turn it off. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too like negative. Yeah. To, I would okay, well I was like, oh maybe you can kind of relate a little bit. No, I I could relate a little bit, mm-hmm. but I was like, stop stop showing me myself. Right. <laughs> there was another show that I was like, oh, I don't think I want to watch it. I let me think about it. There was something and I was like, insecure. Mm. I I don't say I refuse to watch it, but I was just like triggered every like maybe there was something that was going on in my life with dating wise yeah and people like oh i'm watching insecure oh let's watch insecure and i was like "Mm, i think i can really relate and i don't know if i want to like kind of relive and have it but not i watched it the last when the last season was on i caught up right before and i think i was at a point in my relationship wise or you know my dating life to where i felt comfortable to where i was like you know this might be fun to watch it Mm -hmm. and I loved it. I loved watching it. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel like it's one of those shows that I kind of, it's got so much attached to it, like my personal life attached to it, that I don't know if I could go back and watch it again. But it was a great show. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple weeks. I'll be able to watch it again. <laughs> right now, I'm a little... <laughs> but yeah, no, Girlfriends, going back to watch that and just noticing that, that that's what it was in the 90s. Like, I'm so glad that you know, at least I don't think a lot of my friends are like this, but 
we're not like pressed to you know she was pressed to get married right pressed to have a family and I, I feel like a lot of people that I know aren't pressed for it like if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but we're not like being dramatic over it in a mm-hmm. sense. I think I still have those thoughts mm-hmm. but not as like I'm not constantly talking about it to where you're like okay um, she's always talking about marriage. She's always talking about this. Like every time we get together, she's talking about this. No, I mean I'm slowly. I'm gonna say I'm slowly working towards that. But like, I'm starting to realize. You know what? This is around the time where you need to kind of date with a purpose and you know really see where you're going. How but, do you? How do you date with a purpose? Like, what is your strategy? <laughs> <laughs> I say these things. I don't want to say I'm not dating with a purpose now, but if I were to be genuinely like meeting, if I met someone new or started to date someone or talk to someone in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm 30 now and I'm not just going to do friends with benefits with you. If you're single, if I'm single and I really like you, then we're going to work towards a relationship. Of course, there's other people where you're like, "Mm, maybe I I don't see that and I can still have my fun, but... Dating with a purpose is more so like, I want to get married. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about kids, talk about finances, talk about, you know, your family life, my family life, what you see, what traditions you want to carry over, what you don't want to carry over, you know. Mm. You don't really talk about those things with people who you're not. Yeah. Seeing a long term with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And I guess that would, you know, set the precedent for if you'd be comfortable talking to that person about that. Because I've had some relationships where, I don't know, it was just like a a miss on the communication. Like, I, I know that I have those communication skills, but for some reason, because the other end wasn't, it's like a, a plugging in the socket. Like, yeah, this laptop works and the charger works but if the wall doesn't have any electricity we're not getting anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> or vice versa mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just been like miscommunications but I, I don't know I've been uh, using manifestation journals mm-hmm. um, and affirming that I would get somebody that uh, is a great communicator mm-hmm. and affirming whatever issues that I have going on affirming whatever it is the outcome that I want of it and it's been like doing wonders mm-hmm. like magic oh yeah writing down affirmations like when you write it down I've, there's some things that I've written down and I've worked towards that have come true mm-hmm. like you know working with my life coach and but I kind of like we always talk about it like when things actually come true there are things you just you think about and you let it go Mm-hmm. And I thought about, oh, I want to move out. I want to move out. I didn't know how. I didn't know where I was going to be. I didn't I didn't know where. I knew that I wanted to move out. And by the end of the year, I moved out. And I thought about it. I was like, didn't I write it somewhere? Didn't I talk about this? Mm-hmm. And I actually told my life coach, I was like, you know what? Those are things we talked about, like, in the pandemic and, like, six months ago. Like, what I wanted to do. Didn't know how I was going to get there. But, you know, I'm here. And I'm like, well, that was just one part of my life. Like, there's so many other things that can happen with dating life. I wrote down, 
you know, what I wanted in a man or even just little things like whether or not I want to end a relationship or something with work, I'll write it down. But I'm very specific. There's times where I've written, I've wrote things down and I scribble it because I'm like, no, I don't want it to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll go on my journal. I That's real. Take it back. I go That's on my real. journal one night. And I I'm like, don't even know who that in, person was for three minutes ago. I'm going in on my <laughs> journal and I've recently. No clue. Going in on my journal, then the next day I'm like, wait, hold on, wait a minute, because I understand where my power is. Mm -hmm. Remember, you do have power over that. So I went back and I was like, actually, I really meant (laughs) this that I specifically will do this. Not this will happen, but I will be in control. I will verbally do this for this to happen Mm -hmm. because I realized that certain things will happen. Yeah. You just gotta be careful on what you say Mm -hmm. and be careful on what you just like say randomly, like, oh. I wonder if this would happen, but no, like you have to be real. I remember one time having this discussion with a mm-hmm. sister, just randomly like, oh, what if someone came back in your life, you know, or what one person, you know, that you lost touch with, you know, would you not mind coming back into your life? Mm-hmm. And I just said randomly a person's name and literally like, a few weeks later, that person messaged me so random. And I was just like, that is so weird because I would have never thought. I just said the name because I was like, that would never happen. And then that person messaged me. Like, I didn't think that at all. Ever. Oh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, so was that person thinking about me too? Like, did they, you know, get a little tingle in their ear? Yep. Were they manifesting it? Too? Or something, like, I don't know. Yeah, now that you say that, I definitely just look back at some messages and three weeks before, um, three weeks before I got God, we was typing up um, baby names, <laughs> boy and girl, first and middle name. So like, then this makes me wonder, like, like literally, this when you crazy. when you really want something to happen. How do you, I don't want to say, how do you force yourself to let it go? I guess you just really just have to. You have to be coming from a place of abundance. Yeah, so I think you have to change your your mindset on the thing. And you have to really, so what I do in my manifestation, manifestation journal is take a limiting, look for limiting beliefs. So it takes you being real with yourself about mm. what is it, what is it that I truly believe in this? So like thinking about like, um, let's just say marriage. What limiting beliefs do I have about marriage? Um, that I'm too young to get married or, you know, whatever stupid or that who I'm with, my family doesn't approve of. So that's that limiting belief where you have to change it into something else. Like whoever I'm with, everybody's gonna love instead of saying the reverse but it it takes you being real with yourself and that's how you're able to um like direct the Mm -hmm. wish feels like more so nonchalant too just very yeah no attachment no attachment you you don't you don't care if it would come um when it you have to let go of the condition of how it would come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who it would come from and just trust that your inner being or whatever knows exactly what it is that you want. 
And imagine that you are in that place if you had it, if it was gratitude or exhilaration or like try to give yourself uh, some imagination of your five senses, whether you're looking at it or tasting it or touching it or feeling it or uh, it's on your skin or the way that you feel in that moment mm. and make it real. And I feel like that's like, I keep talking. I've been obsessed with wanting to rewatch Interstellar. I feel like when you introduce your five your your five senses into your imagination, mm. you create the black hole that creates the shortcut between. That's the pencil through the paper. Mm. Is attaching because gravity, that feeling, mm -hmm. and is that's the, the fifth dimension. Exactly, the is yeah. the only thing that transcends. Hmm. Right. Cause that's where I'm at in um, Law of Promise, where the lady is talking about how she really wanted this house for her husband, her mom, and her aunt to all live in. And she just imagined herself in the home. She felt the banister on the second floor in her hands. And she said she went to sleep in that house every night in her imagination. She created her black hole. We're magic, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she actually found the house. And then she sat and she felt the banister and she looked down at her husband and she imagined him saying, don't you love our new house, honey? And her looking down at him saying, yes, I love this new house. And so said, so done. They ended up getting the house and the exact scene happened down to her feeling the banister in her hands. But she brought her senses into her imagination. Mm. So that's if you I'm, do it beforehand, it's gotta come. Exactly. The things we want, the what are what the things that are meant for us, just become our desires. That's what starts the attachment or the journey to getting it. Like you're not there by chance, person. We're meant to have <laughs> these things. We are. We are. Access to her apartment. Yeah. Meant or I things. always think about uh, the boat for her birthday. Mm, oh, I, I'm trying to, girl, I'm, I'm trying to. I felt like somebody Ray. picked me up and put me in an mm -hmm. alternate universe where everything was wonderful. It really was. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the I, I didn't feel like I was on Earth anymore. Like Yeah, <laughs> dog, it was the water droplets. Mind you, we did shrooms. Yes, oh. it was the water droplets. I was on, oh, I wow. was in the quantum realm. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that I wow. provided the yes. location. Girl, yes. yes, you did. You brought the vibes. You brought the vibes. Yes, we that enhanced them. That was a good them. day. That was a good weekend. It really was. It was. It was such a nice day. Like, everything was just ethereal. Like, if that's what... The water. If, if, if that's what heaven was, then I was there. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta get out of here. I need to go back to where it's just that. I need to go back to where it is just that. But, like, I would say think about it. Well, the way I'm trying to think about it to really remind myself how powerful I am, everything that you have in this apartment, you imagined was here. Right. You thought about what about it was like too. to sit on this couch in this space. Mm -hmm. Like my you furniture. Thought, yeah, you thought about what these tables would look like in this area. You imagined it. You sat here in your living room in your imagination first. And there was no issue as to how you was going to get it. Yeah. All you had to do was like it. All you had to do was want it for yourself, and you knew mm -hmm. that you were going to go to that store, swipe that credit card, and it would be delivered in whatever days. There was no attachment of, oh, maybe this won't work, or how am I going to pay for this, or what. You just let it go. Mm -hmm. You imagined it, you felt it, and you let it go. And it all came to fruition. Mm -hmm. 
just want to use that towards everything everything we just have to be brave because that's what i struggle with being brave i feel like Ooh, you really about to do this <laughs> grab by yourself you really about to do this you sure this is what you wrote like you have to accept the consequences good or bad and that's where the attachments start and it's like oh mm-hmm. i don't know i know that then was the doubt and the suspicion yeah. and the what ifs and then it started to get a little shaky i know there were some things that were going to happen once i had the courage to move it on my own mm-hmm. i see it but i'm just like you know what being here is worth that mm-hmm. or i just kind of work with the motions yeah yeah, you just gotta, like you said, be be brave and find that that courage vibration. Mm-hmm. I tell you that damn meet when that girl be like, stand up, mm-hmm. stand up, constantly. That's me to me. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm like, you sure? You sure we can do this? Yes, stand I'm really up. I'm really up. Right now, you can do this. I tell people all the time. There's there's also a moving force in it because I moved away from Florida twice. Um, so when I was 18, I tried to go to Virginia to Mm -hmm. go to, uh, VCU Mm -hmm. and I cried when I left. (laughs) When I decided in about two months that Mm -hmm. I would come back and get my Mm -hmm. bright bright future scholarship, um, (laughs) I got my ass on that plane Mm -hmm. and I did not look back. I did not cry. I did not Mm -hmm. know. I I knew, Mm -hmm. um, when I moved from here back to Maryland, Mm -hmm. Um, 2015, I cried. Mm. I was around my line sisters. I cried when I decided to come back. <laughs> no tears. You were ready. Got to a blast. So everything so fast. I packed everything that I could in my car. I didn't even have a plan. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything down here. Mm-hmm. But people I knew, and mm-hmm. that was it. And that was enough. Mm-hmm. You were ready. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need much. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta let go. Mm-hmm. Let go and let things happen. You must follow it. Mm-hmm. I'm learning about motivation being bullshit. Like, you should be inspired to do something, not motivated to do something. Hmm. Motivation is coming from your external, and inspiration is something you truly, from the inside, want to do. Like, yep. no one is going to make you want to do something. I think that's where motivation comes from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seeing it somewhere else. Like, it's, exactly. you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't see it somewhere else for you to want to do it. Mm-hmm. You should want to do like it. Like I said, I did not want any situation to convince me to be somebody I was not. I would rather be inspired. You know what? I've done it. Right. Let me show somebody else how to do it. But, nope. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Inspiration, passion, they all in the same realm. And those are higher ascensions. Mm-hmm. Hopper scale of consciousness will definitely put you closer to love. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually very excited. People, people are like always like, uh, "Ooh, birding," and I'm like, 
look the same. We ain't got no choice. <laughs> and that right there is what makes it even that much more exciting. I feel, because I, I look, look the, the same. same. If anything, I might be getting younger. I mm-hmm. really think so. I might be regressing. It's like really freaking me out. Even my um dentist said it. She was like, I don't know what it is about straight teeth that just makes people look younger. Like, you already look so young, but now... And I, every day, every day I work, I get, I get, <laughs> every day I get confused for a student. Every yeah. day, every day by security or somebody. Like, what do you do? Oh, so I, I know it was you. For me, it's not wearing makeup. That too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was telling sis, I was like, I do fuck. not wear, we used to put it off. I used to put on a full face to go to work. Now, y'all not even getting eyebrows out of me. I got glasses and the rest is a mask. Fuck is you talk about? Because when you no when you start face, to wear no, no makeup or case. have no makeup on, like people you get used your to face. your face on how it is. So when mm-hmm. you put makeup on, it's like, ooh, okay, it's a little mm-hmm. razzle dazzle here and there. But I, 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 I do right. this for work, right? Mm-hmm. This is all I do. For just eyebrows. I'm and just not curls. even doing so, that. Yeah, you got a mask on now, anyways. So what the fuck is y'all talking? For now. For now. I I feel like there's a lot more in my 30s to experience because I'm like I turned 30 but I feel like there's so much more there's so much more I feel like part of my 20s was a little standstill when it was when it came to the pandemic just a little bit Mm -hmm. stuff happened but I don't know a lot has happened the last five years the last you know the the latter part of my 20s So I still feel like I'm in my twenties, kind of. Like it's just an extension mm-hmm. of my twenties. I feel like I'm still in my twenties. I definitely feel like the pandemic robbed me. Right, two years. Mm-hmm. There's just two years missing. It's like a, a time warp of two years missing. Mm-hmm. It was like a pause. I wouldn't say it was missing. It's just like a pause, mm-hmm. and like the year. When I say missing, I mean like when you be like trying to be like oh last year but you'd be like oh that was covid so but that I, shit was like 2018 i feel like 2018 was not that long ago for me like 2019 wasn't that long ago yeah but, but in retrospect I feel like it was it yesterday is, two, that's two years i know but it feels like it was just yesterday like that was our last homecoming before a pandemic i feel like it was just yesterday because i feel like we can remember it so much because it was the last memories we had before the world took a pause mm-hmm. so you're like Savoring those memories, I guess. Yeah, but that's what I mean by missing. It's just, yeah, I just lose that. It's like I lost track of time or something. Like you know, when like you go out or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna say. Like, it's what time? I'm not gonna say I enjoyed <laughs> it, but there was parts of quarantine where it was I like. I, I I don't want to say our responsibilities kind of stopped. Yep. But it was like, oh, don't gotta go to work. Oop, just gotta go to the grocery store just home and that was it Mm -hmm. there was no it was it was okay for you to not be doing anything like it was okay Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong everybody was not doing anything don't get me wrong it was it's a very horrible thing that happened Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong it was very horrible that happened but if you look at it you're like you know you didn't have to go keep up like i have to get my nails done i have to get my hair done it kind of made you everybody can be ugly in peace (laughs) (laughs) 
Everybody. And it was like everybody was being ugly. Because it was yeah. like, what you want me to do? Then, yeah. like, the cops is literally shutting down the nail now. salon. Yeah. The cops are literally shutting down. The nail techs are still trying to do nails in a panty. And the cops is knocking on doors, shutting them down. Like, would you be ugly together? Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all wanted. It was for. the cooking of the breakfast. Y'all, that was my favorite. Like, waking T- up and midday cooking. showers. Making, like, Naps. I was making crab rangoons, like, at my house. <laughs> I was making uh, broccoli and cheddar soup. <laughs> and like veggie sandwiches like fucking Panera and avocado toast. Okay? Yeah, trying to mix I turned in the fucking Panera mix bread. Mixing drinks, the verses. That was my favorite part, low key. The, oh, verses the verses and getting drinks. Yes. Oh my gosh, everybody was just drinking during the quarantine. Because mm-hmm. they didn't shut down the liquor store. Sure thing. They was giving to go drinks at the places best. had the to go drinks. That was cool. That that but then I don't want to say I missed something that was horrible, but it was like <laughs> I don't want to say it did that. have some upside. It did have some upsides. I don't want to say that at all. It, I, I mean, you know, I don't want to say that. But I feel like when we when we started going outside, I was just like, dang. Outside ain't I don't want to say outside like ain't outside and like it used it's to. It's not. It's different. It's, it is. It's I mean, so different. It's like the Matrix did an update and the shit is not taking well. Mm-mm. I want to say I don't want to say outside was so fast paced before the pandemic, but kind of it was just so fast, just always something to do, always something. And now that we're kind of resuming, you can see. I mean, I'm not say my my life is slow and I don't have anything going on, but you just notice that things are just picking up. They are. There's an event here and there. Yeah. Someone's doing this. Someone's getting married. Someone's doing this. It's like oh my god. And now that it's trying starting to stretch back yourself, up, I'd be like, how did I do this before? Mm-hmm. But everyone's probably trying to catch up. Yeah, everybody's trying to catch up and make up for lost time or something. Mm-hmm. Like, slow down. Like, can we ease back into it? Right. One I'm like, first of all, what is an outfit? <laughs> How do I get dressed? I got rid of so much clothes, and I'm like, now I got all this loungewear, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, need why to wear when it's time to go outside? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that outside was gonna open back up. Now you got the introvertness got excited. Like, oh, <laughs> ain't gotta do that no more. I redid. I have no like business attire much anymore because yeah, work no clothes. One was seeing me, so like, mm-hmm. saw me in whatever top you saw. Me oh yeah, in, I wear sweatpants every didn't day. Didn't matter. <laughs> sweatpants, tank top, denim jacket, or it, sweater. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Dang. Let's not talk about the money we was trying to spend when outside. Try to open up just a little bit. I was like, oh, we can go to brunch Outside now. Outside got dumb expensive oh. during the pandemic. Oh, expensive. And even more expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Everything's going up. Mm-hmm. Like gas, just trying to get places. Like groceries too, right? So mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm I'm feeling it on the groceries. Because yeah. I'm like, why is water so much money? I'm trying to, mm-hmm. you know, since we talked about affirmations and all that, I'm, I'm trying to like, alter my mind to not be worried about you know the finances or whatever or like when you go to it's really crazy it's really hard to do too coming from black backgrounds by the way (laughs) um but to not to spend it and not look at price tags Mm. like that type of mentality um it's very difficult and now that it's like really testing me because prices are going more up but i'm like i need my groceries to still look the same you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I need my gas to still look the same. It's this price is going up, but I gotta, I gotta alter my consciousness with this price. You attract pricing. abundance, and abundance flows mm-hmm. to you easily. Mhm. Mhm. 
all would be provided for. And so it always has been. That's what I try to think about is what are the moments that I'm truly in lack? Mm. Right. And usually you're at the, that's why the uh, scale had expanded and contracted because that expanded is abundance. Mm -hmm. Contract, the contraction is the lack. Mm -hmm. So when you're down in those vibrations, you can only be focused on the lack. Well, thank y'all. Mm -hmm. You're welcome.